Tabletop Time. I'm Jen. I'm Dave. I'm Chazza. And I'm Rob. It's time to jump back into the world of Sunder. Now, you can jump into the world of Sunder and I inspire yourself by heading it over to our sponsor, World Anvil, and our page. Uh, actually, so there's two places you should check out. If you want to use World Anvil yourself, which I highly recommend if you want to get into world building, go to worldanvil.com slash ironspire and use the code ironspire to get 40% off. Are you Chromed? Is that what that is? I love it so much that my heart is open <laughs> to the world, thanks to World Anvil. I'm not going to be able to unsee that now. Oh. <laughs> you know what else you're not going to be able to unsee? The amazing features of World Anvil. Go check out. So that's how you get 40% off of a year, any year-long subscriptions. I signed up straight away when I was exploring their features and just kept upgrading my account because all the features were getting better and better and this is before i reached out to them and asked if they'd sponsor the channel because they're so perfect as a world building uh website and you can go see the proof in the pudding if you go to uh it's tabletoptime.com slash sunder and you can check out the world building page that i've built including interactive maps which are my personal favorite thing where you can hide and show things and see all sorts of stuff regional and global you can make like, okay, if you want to really go crazy uh, with your sessions or whatever it is, you can make, like, dungeons and basically make it interactive to the point where you can put a door in and be like, click on that and be like, okay, now we're in this room. And, like, you can you can do macro and micro. You can do a continent and regions and towns and rooms and cupboards, <laughs> which I'm, I'm tempted, but I would be silly can if I tried to. you actually do cupboards? Yes. You could do anything in World Anvil, Rob. Rob's the... Possibilities have just opened up. <laughs> so go check it out. Uh, huge thank you to World Anvil for sponsoring our campaign. Uh, you can explore a whole bunch of the features, including timeline and our codexes and articles and all the stuff. But also the thing that we've been discovering, we really, really love. Even after we started uh, showing off World Anvil, we're learning more and more about it every time we use it, and we love the behind-the-scenes features. And how we run our campaign. So we all have our characters and we have journals and I have narration tools that allow me to start sessions and communicate in different ways and create NPCs on the fly um, really easily, like reference articles and stuff. Their search thing is really, really cool. Like if I type Graydon and I can bring up ethnicity, player template, vocation bonuses, it comes up with all your articles. It's really, really cool. So if you have a question about anything in our world from Sunder, I'm like, oh, I wonder about, they keep saying the word barrowin, and you write barrow, okay, vocation bonuses, player templates, ethnicity, or the barrows. So you, you can really sink your teeth into what we've built into in World Anvil, which there's a lot and it's really, really cool. Um, but also you can go explore it yourself, 40% off using the code IONSPIRE. Link in the description. Thank you. Well, Anvil. Thanks. Yay. Sorry, I'm just really proud of how smoothly that all happened. Yeah, <laughs> well, you very, well, I usually just like stumble over my words, but okay, I think I think we're ready. Le Barrowin or Barrowin? Barrowin, A-N. You need to correct your description. You wrote Barrowin. Oh, he's a bit of a winning Barrowin, though. There's a difference. It's still wrong, is, is the point, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're ready to jump into it. Shall we? Where do I have to correct that? I saved it on my stat block. Yeah. Um, it's where it says Dave is playing a blah, 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 blah. Where's that? 
Yeah, where is that? Why have you done this to me? Oh, you, no, everything that, that, was fine. That, 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 that updated. <laughs> everything was... Oh, did that change? That, that updated it. Oh, okay. How easy that is to do. Um, okay. I just changed that on my character sheet, changed my race, and it fixed it. That's awesome. Sorry. Yeah, no, that is the correct use of the term race. Cool. So... I was uh, going to say species, and I'm like, wait. No. <laughs> Pretty sure Delvin's a human. <laughs> Shall we uh, jump into our player recaps? Should we jump into first addressing the elephant in the room? What's, what's the, elephant the elephant in the room that is Rob? Look at him. <laughs> He's like 60% larger than everyone uh, else. Uh, about. There you go. That's better. <laughs> my You're head, so big. My head is fucking massive. <laughs> uh, all we, right. we especially put a fisheye lens uh, just on Rob to improve his head size. For it camera. is a fisheye lens. Yeah, it is. So what uh, what was Delvin's perception of what happened last week? Last well, session. It was a warrowing. Uh, it was a warrow, warrowing. Let, let's just edit that out. We're not going to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was worrying. I seeing my old hometown and seeing the Grey Guard march in and start pushing people around reminded me a little bit of my childhood. But... And there's only so much one man can do, and, well, I guess we can't save everyone, but damn if I won't save one kid from becoming a pawn of the Empire. And magic! Real. I can hardly believe it, but I saw it with my own eyes. We gotta protect these people, and, uh, I'm gonna do what I can. What about Catalina? Every time you do a recap, you just are like, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> See ya, like, jeez. Um, yeah, well, I you mean... You just got to wear your character like a flesh suit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I spent a lot of time with Delvin, so we pretty much had the same feelings and thoughts. It was your mm-hmm. first... You do have a unique perspective among the group, though, uh, as someone who has some gifts True. that aren't shared that we've so- sort of seen at use. Mm. You saw someone... Share uh, who use similar but different abilities. Yeah, um, yeah. In fact, you sort of participated in that. So, what is mm. Catalina's thoughts and feelings on what happened? I think so. Seeing Lernan and his son Eden um, use what was potentially magic for the first time was insane. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't really. We didn't know it was a thing. We kind of thought that what the King of Flames was proclaiming was kind of. Gobbledygook. It's my new favourite word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think Catalina hasn't still quite realised the potential she has until Delvin gave her a little sneaky few words as he walked off last episode, if anyone remembers what they were. I'll have to watch the episode if you don't. So, yeah. Because Jen sure doesn't. No, I, I remember. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she diarised. <laughs> you you yeah. diarise everything. Yeah, that's it. Um, and then, yeah, we headed back and we stayed in town for the night, ready for the next day. Cool. Oh, that didn't happen. Delvin sets up arrangements to send the, the family back. We were right back in town, stay in the inn for the we, night. We were heading to the inn, I think. I don't think we've had the Yeah, night you yet. were on your way. It's, we the, were after, the, it's the afternoon. Yeah. So I'd say it's like the equivalent of 3.30, 4 mm. o'clock. We take back what is it then? 
Yeah, just that's like the classic. And we had a short rest, and no one interrupted us, and we got a good sleep. <laughs> and the DM's like rolling the encounter, <laughs> and everything was fine, and we restored our hit dice. Yeah, yeah. It's the next day. Uh, <laughs> proceed. All right, and Brick. Brick and Little Swan went to get breakfast and were threatened by a large drunk man. The party was split. What happened? It was dealt with. Was it? Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody got stabbed. We went back to the seamstress's house and awaited Delvin and Catalina before moving on. That's that's it. Okay, cool. So let's jump straight into it. Our party is in amongst the streets and about to head off to the inn, the less dwelt in in and in fact you passed the populated and on your journey back to sort of reunite at front of the, the tailor's home um and it seems that the iron guard are basically taking up all the lodgings the impression you get is that they're not um really doing too much to you know be overbearing they're quite you know they're more of the elite of the iron spire guards that travel around and they seem really just efficient but uninterested in the town as a lot at large but there are a lot of them uh so they're all sort of grouped together dwelling in there they're aware that that has an impact they actually seem to be acting reasonably respectful from what you've seen and gathered um but the town is definitely dislodged uh a lot of people have been murmuring about this and that um but you've been out of town for for the most part so you're actually not fully aware on what's been happening throughout the course of the day because you, you left town for a good chunk of the day. Mm-hmm. So you, you return and it seems like, you know, some of, the, um, some of the refugees are sort of picking up their things and packing up ready to move on the next morning. They have other places they're going. Some, you know, you might recognise from that journey have been looking like they're settling down and they're going to pack up and stay here. Um, but some people who you recognise to look more like locals seem to be sort of rearranging their affairs too. So everyone is really sort of in a bit of a state of upheaval and either a mix of concern or worry or excitement. Um, but everyone is is just sort of affected by this. So you all meet up and as you're walking towards the less populated inn, um, is pretty quiet and sort of dwelling behind the group, um, not talking an awful lot. Um, and Brick is just acting as usual self, I'm assuming, as the guard. Do you mm. uh, catch up in any way on your journey from the tailor to the inn? I walk up to Brick and just jovially give him a little nudge. And I'm like, hey, Brick, how you doing? All is well. It doesn't look so much like it. Is something wrong with Medela? There was an incident when we went to get breakfast. Uh, We were threatened by a local, but it is dealt with, and he has been paid for the trouble. I'm I'm sorry, mate. Sorry, you you said you've been threatened, and he's been paid for. Did you get robbed, mate? (laughs) (laughs) I technically we did the robbing. I just. A lot to process there. The little one was hungry, and we found a, 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 a 
Well, we found food. It was someone else's, but we found it. Right. I just love to remind you, just out of you know the scene, but you know you were leaving from breakfast. You were fed. <laughs> so it's just just like oh stew. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. second breakfast. I love it. Yeah. You're like the little one. Little one is growing. She needs sustenance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I slink back and match pace with Medela. She's pretty quiet. She, uh, she's quiet, but she's sort of looking off into the, into the distance or ahead, mm. seemingly determinedly. And, and uh, her uh, eyes dart towards you as you sort of drift towards her. I'm like, hey, kid, how are you going? I'm okay. Everything is fine. Yes, everything's fine. I've... Uh, I've said that lie myself many times over the years. No, you can talk to me, kid. This is my old town, and, well, Brick let brick let it out like nothing happened, but getting robbed can be well, mighty upsetting for people. I overheard his recounting. He's correct. I was inappropriate. I will be more careful. Maybe so, but you're just a kid, and you shouldn't have to be through things like that. She looks at you. Uh, you roll a perception check. One, two, three, four, five successes. Okay. You are uh, taken aback for just a split second as to how slightly indignant but mature her eyes are when she looks at you. Mm. Like you call you call me a kid. Yeah. But she like almost as if like Spoken to by someone beneath her status is speaking less of her. So, like, it was a reaction, probably mm-hmm. due to some, you know, cultural friction or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she she contains it and continues to, you know, she says, I, I will be more careful and appreciate your concern and openness with me. And she <laughs> looks ahead and keeps walking. Okay. I, I walk up beside Catalina and I'm like, Oh, maybe you can get through to her. I kind of shrug and just say, she's a kid and they got to learn sometime. Well, then my experience, <laughs> Catalina, young young, um, young ladies perhaps like to bond with older ladies a little bit more than uh, scruffy merchants like me. So, I don't know, maybe you could cheer her up. If you don't want to, that's your business. She'll be right. Right, I see. They breed them tough in Tunisia. I think there comes a time when all of the children, regardless of gender, have to learn to grow up. And from what Brick recalls, I think it was probably a good lesson for her. All right. Jeez, I didn't... uh, I guess I learned harsher lessons and I just like people to have a bit of a gentler time of it. But sure, you guys are tough as nails. Good to know nothing will be bothering you on the journey. <laughs> oh, Delvin's been so thoughtful and everyone's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and Delvin, yeah, just kind of like yeah. sinks to the middle of the group and just kind of looks like he he feels that he's being a little oversensitive maybe. And But, but he's like, why, why does no one seem to think that a kid getting robbed is, because that's the way he's taken it, mm. uh, is acceptable. But anyway... Mm-hmm. That's fine. We, I guess we get to the tavern by then. Yeah, the, the group's sort of gotten a little quieter. It's almost like everyone's sort of segmented themselves to their natural place of being, which isn't ne- naturally 
among personalities like like each other or adventure saying you arrive uh the inn is very busy and bustling uh well okay i should say it's preparing for being very busy busy mm-hmm. and bustling it is not currently uh serving guests or ale or anything like that but there are plenty of sort of people staff work staff obviously all hands on deck prepping kegs and all this stuff, especially because it seems like this is the place that the uh, the Grey Guard are going to be lodging, separate, separate from the Iron Guard. Um, they look a little more ragtag, and not all of them are here. There were only, a you know, a dozen or so that were originally there, but that does seem to be a couple more people in uniform um, than were there this morning, than were in the town square, um, but also half the amount of Grey guards. So some new faces that might be recruits or in some sort of early phase of training um, and then a few others that must be out and about. Otherwise, you know, the work staff are all going about bustling and doing their thing. Um, Everyone roll a perception check because there's sort of like a lot to take in at this point in time, I'd say. Feel. Think. And, you know, might be worth saying you've got three delving. Might be worth saying if there's anything you're looking for in particular, that might affect what I can give you based on your role as well. Otherwise, it'll be very general. So if you're looking for something. In the tavern. Or just in and about or the people or whatever. I guess I wouldn't mind seeing a, a Iron Guard. Is that the next level up from Grey Guard? Mm, Are there yep. any Iron Guard in the room that look With your three? No, there's no okay. Iron Guard about. It seems like they've sort of separated. Okay. Um, I think that I want to try and see if there's a good place to for us to sit to have, like, dinner or whatever that's strategically placed so we can overhear people. Great. That's a good... <laughs> One, two... Oh, that's a good roll. Five. Six. Six. Yeah. Um, no, but you notice... Oh, okay, so I shouldn't say no on the outset. You, you're not inside yet, but yeah. actually you notice someone who looks just from your perception of sort of barrel and townsfolk to be the person who runs the inn, sitting outside, looking a little bit distraught, but also not um, super busy compared to everyone else. So you you okay. sort of fish him out with your eyes and you think you could probably speak to him and, and uh, arrange something. Okay. Brick, you looking out for anything? Um, just... <laughs> Doing my normal bodyguardly duties, if possible. Uh, if there's going to be people that are going to get in the way, I'd like to use my crowd control. So you're looking out for threats, vocation, but I don't know how that would apply to it. I'd probably just... I could do if you want to assist. Do I assist my... Perception. Crowd control with perception? No, or I'd do it. Ooh. Perception with crowd control. Perception with crowd control. Well, it's the same dice roll regardless. Okay. So no aid with your assist perception is three um I say there's five grey guard um not directly in front of the building off to the side they seem to be strapping up and tying up some horses and chatting some of them rambunctiously and one of them looks very nervous but no one looks particularly aggressive or anything there's no threats immediately so you, okay. you know, yeah look as we're walking I'll still place myself between them and the party Okay. Uh, Catalina, did you want to approach the innkeeper? Mm. Um, I'm going to turn to Delvin first and say, because we were going to come here because we knew that Delvin had spoken to mm-hmm. the innkeeper. Is that correct? Was it the innkeeper you spoke to or a friend? 
It was uh, it was the innkeeper who he recognised from his childhood. Okay. So I turned to Delvin and I say, like, oh, um, is this guy over here, is this the guy you talk to? Is it? It is. Oh, that's the one. Should we go have a chat to him? Sure. Get lodgings. Actually, I'll come with you. Great. All right. Walk over. Delvin joins Catalina to approach Kale, who Delvin had actually spoken to first thing this morning, mm-hmm. and used the bathing facilities on the back of the inn. The building itself is pretty worse. For where it's big and it's going to serve enough people, um, big in comparison to some of the other buildings in this town, mm-hmm. in Catalina's experience, travelling closer to the capital, it's quite a small-ish inn, um, but big for this town. Cool. Just not the fancy one. Yes, he's uh, sort of like on the head, on the ground, sort of like shaking his head a little bit. What's wrong, Kale? He looks up, a bit flustered, like, Oh, 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 you from this morning, how are you? Oh, you, Baz, good to... Good enough, mate. Good. Serve the purpose. Good. Um, we're under... Uh, how can I... I'm sorry, I should... Um, <clears throat> and he sort of brushes himself off and he's like, I forget myself. There's a lot to prepare for and um, a lot happening in town. Good for business, though, mate. Well, depends on how you look at it. You sort of... Mm. I want to read his emotions. Okay. (laughs) Catalina. Take a roll. Roll your three. Um, It's a challenge of a one. Mm -hmm. Oh, two successes. So, as, you know, he's sort of turned to Delvin and he's sort of gives him that expression and says, depends on how you look at it. You tap into the emotion he's holding back, but the implication he's making and reach inside of him and feel through the emotions that he's feeling. He is really worried. Uh, and it's it feels distant. It's not here. He's not worried about the inn and its preparations. Uh, he seems to be worried about someone that he cares about. And that's that's all you feel. Okay. Um, yeah, and he's, I guess he, you also feel the shape of, like, this sense of, like, duty. So he's, that's what is reflecting across when he's sort of brushing it off and trying to serve his guests. Okay, cool. I'll let you keep talking to him. Well, maybe some more coin will cheer you up. Have you got any rooms? Mm, I'm sure we could accommodate, but uh, I would recommend locking it in place pretty soon. I'm right now, mate. a busy night. Let's do it. Yeah, I want your finest room for me and uh, another one for this lot. All right. Um, I'll see what I... I'll, I'll make it happen. That's fine. I'm assuming you're you going to want to uh, a meal tonight in the table. Oh, of course. In fact, and I, I leaf out a bunch of coin um, and I just put a stack and I'm like, I, I pay for like three people's drinks for an evening like probably like 10 drinks each so it's like as equivalent today to like give, giving the barkeeper like $200 for drinks or something mm-hmm. maybe like $300 I'm thinking American um, <laughs> yeah. okay yeah yep. so so like I just hand him a pile of money um, and he looks a little bit shocked and I'm just like oh I just don't it's going to be busy tonight and I don't want to have to go to the bar so if you could just make sure the waitresses know we're all paid up for and all that I'd be happy well, of course we'll just call them over Happy to oblige. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you just come from hard times? He sort of like indicates, you know, the uh, expedition from the the recently attacked town. Oh, I'm like, oh, yes, but we didn't live there. I'm a trader, so 
I make my money elsewhere and well uh, it's unfortunate what happened to those people but it was a coincidence that we were there well he sort of nods slightly and says I'm uh, flattered that you're choosing my humble abode there is a fancier place in town but I'd be delighted to serve you well, I, I imagine it's full of iron guard though right he sighs he says if I'm honest with you I have a feeling they're easier to host than the greys well you're a local through and through and I I know that so this is where I'm going to spend my coin as long as I've got the nicest room here I'm sure it's a fine room I'm going to make a destiny roll. Just the way you're talking and it's his second interaction with yeah, you, yeah, yeah. based on if he, if yeah, there's yeah, a spark cool. of recognition. I'm going to say, I'm just trying to pick which direction is which. I'm going to say closer to 20, he recognises okay. you. So six, he something flicks past his eyes, like it did when you first interacted, but no, he shrugs it off. Hmm. It's okay. Um, uh, you notice Catalina, uh, something that you're fa- fairly familiar with, with inns in town, in various towns and you've done a lot of traveling uh, that the messenger seems to have arrived recently too. And is sort of unpacking horses and stuff. And so like, yeah, but it's uh, just FYI and Catalina will be the one who is most familiar with the system. If there is anything among some of the other things that (laughs) I inspire and great Al are really good at, it's the messaging system. It's like the tube in London. (laughs) It's like just everything is like clockwork and there are multiple things per day and everything sort of gets where it needs to within several days pretty easily. So. Oh, cool. Great. Um, before I walk over, I will say to Kale, um, it seems like you and Delvin possibly have some catching up to do. Maybe, do you mind joining us for a drink tonight when things die down, maybe? Sorry, Delvin. <laughs> Who's... <laughs> Because <laughs> you introduced yourself yeah, as Pemble. Pemble. I, I, just, I, I immediately break any tension by cracking into a laugh. And I'm just like, I was wondering how long it would take you to figure it out, mate. I'm Delvin. And you're still not there yet. He's like, from the town, mate. No, Del- young. How long's it? You were... I was just a lad. You were just a lad. I was taking the piss, mate. No. And then I'm just smart. Like, big, and big he grin. looks like overcome with yeah. like, so, I don't know. It's everything's sort of flowing from his mind, but just this burst of nostalgia. He didn't have a lot to do with you in childhood, yeah, yeah. but the, any anything that sort of, it was a very different place in time <laughs> that you've lurched him back into momentarily in his head. Yeah. And there's just this flit of glee and he's like, mm. and he can't help, him, help himself from embracing you for just reflexively. Yeah. He just reaches out and like hugs you, big man, just like, oh, Delvin. <laughs> and you were like both like, you know, you know, preteen, yeah, you yeah. Know, young lads off bug catching at times and that sort of thing. Yeah. But he's like, you've got to be kidding me. Wow, just when I thought it was only the unfamiliar and tendrils of the capital coming in. (laughs) Nice to see an old face. And there's a reason I picked this tavern, mate. And I smile. He laughed sheepishly. (laughs) I was like, I feel so foolish. I should have known. But look at you. They're nicer clothes than I remember you in. Aye, and when I was kicked into the barrows, it wasn't very nice for a long time. Oh, what what a way to... Come out of it. How'd you do that? Well, a man learns how to make a living uh, when you're pushed into hard times. And I happened to find that there was 
a lot of need for goods in, in the barrows that they couldn't get, and that's what I did. Sold goods, transported them. I'm a trader. Uh, that's how I'm wound up with this, uh, and I lean in quietly enough that hopefully she can't hear, and I'm just like, this beautiful Vanessa lady. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a perception, Jay. <laughs> I'm going to say, how much are you trying to hide it? <laughs> um, um, it's just a weird, it's just a hush thing. Like, yeah. I don't mind to, if she finds out. It's uh, like me being cheeky. Two. Yeah. You she gets three successes. Yeah, she overhears it. Um, but you're also slightly distracted, Catalina. Even though you hear that, you also still feeling Kale's emotions. Feel a pretty deep sense of shame creep in um, when Delvin sort of references being in the the subsurface part of the, the you know, okay. the barriers. Um, you, the implication I think you infer from that is that the people who stayed on the surface, their families or they will have had to proclaim a loyalty to the king or the to Iron Spire in some way. Um, so it seems like he's a little sheepish about having stayed in, in yeah. Iron Spire. He was a kid, but that feeling will have crept in. Anyways, he... He sort of chuckles to himself, coming back to, and he goes, oh, well, um, we, we won't be set up for a few hours, but please make yourself at home. I'll organise the rooms for you, keep a table just set aside, and uh, it's good to see you again. He shakes your hand. Sorry for the, you know. <laughs> he looks at, you know, a bit, bit sheepish. But. Cool. <clears throat> I like this guy. Seems nice. He um goes off and busies himself preparing. Um. Meanwhile, Catalina, you would know it'd be a good chance to check the mail, as yes. it were. Let's so go do that. You, you know, there's like two mail calls in pretty much every, like every town, and all the inns sort of share the, you know, the messaging as to where it's all kept and who's gotten what. So, cool. um, you actually would expect a response from your mother if she knew where you were heading. Great, I will go find that. The messengers just sort of finished like loading up all the things. He walks off, and one of the um, Tavern keeper sort of walks around and says, "Oh, you're expecting a message, are you?" Mm, I am. My name is Catalina. Catalina. All right. Let me just. Uh, oh, here it is. She pulls it out. Goes. Oh, Venetian seal. Very nice. Don't see that often around these parts. Passes <laughs> on to you. All right. Uh, here you go. Thanks. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, scroll rolled up and great in this little packaging thing. I'll wait till we're like settled before I read it. Yep. Cool. What are we? What are we going to do? Hang out. Oh, you know what? This ain't D&D. Kat, what are we going to do for the afternoon? What, <laughs> Don't have late? to ask out of character. I'll just ask you in character. It's late afternoon, yeah. It's, uh, it's an hour or two away from any time someone would expect food to be served. Okay. Um, people are still pretty busy around there. It's like, you know, when you're in a cafe after shutdown or before they're set up, it's like just a bit like they're doing their thing. So mm. it'd be weird to sort of go in there and hang about. You might feel like a bit of a nuisance. Um, so it's, yeah, it's entirely up to you guys. What do you say to Delvin? Uh, I think it's best probably if we gather our lodgings, put everything down. I have a response I need to read. Right. Well, um, I'm planning on, we'll head off tomorrow, right? Yeah, um, I mean, you seemed pretty concerned about Medela. Maybe you should know, go hang out with her for a bit. I was thinking just that. But then at about six o'clock, that's beer o'clock, mate. 
It's fine by me. I've got some catching up to do. I reckon there'd be a few people I recognise around town. I think it's a good opportunity as well to uh, gauge how the town is feeling as well. You can gauge how the town's going to feel. I'm going to get pissed, mate. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. All right. Um, Given that you're all sort of, you've been standing around chatting for a while, there's been a lot of activity, I'm going to get everyone to roll a perception check based on just sort of things that they might have picked up or things that are being discussed peripherally, whether loudly or subtly. So two Delvin got two? two. Okay. Perception, yeah. Yeah. Good. Whoa, good roll. <laughs> oh, my God. How many dice do you have? I don't know. It was like a... It's, you're a very perceptive What do you get? Girl. Six, five or six? Five, six. I think. Six. Wow. Brick, get two success. <laughs> I thought that was actually impressive. Um, okay. And two to Brick. So if you Brick, ever need... Brick is pretty distracted. Brick is standing there just sort of watching Medela. No, I'd no? like to think I'm on guard duty. Watching like, for watching out for Medela. Yeah. Okay. But not listening into conversations. No. You're just looking at actions, really. Okay. Yeah. If Brick ever dies... No, sorry. If Delvin ever dies... I will come into character and I will play Mortar. And we will have duo. Brick and Mortar. <laughs> okay, sorry. Darwin gets distracted from listening to any conversations. His mind's pretty much on the feastings tonight, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, I've got... I'm not paying much attention because I have a plan for the afternoon, how I'm going to spend the afternoon. Okay. Yeah. But you do notice okay. a freshly uh, skewered pig ready to be, you know... It, well, actually, no, it's been... I mean, if dinner soon, it'll have been roasting for a little bit. So yeah. you catch this that wafting of pork and the smell of the crackling And fire. I cannot yeah. wait for some pork and beer. Yeah. It's going to be Just good. Mix them in together and swirl them. In with the some shop. gravy yeah. and some sauerkraut and some mash. <laughs> All right. Catalina, however, mm-hmm. you're really getting a scope for the area, listening to the different conversations. Um, you notice the... Grey guards are chatting boisterously about the time they're going to have tonight. They're really excited. It's almost a little bit like uh, high school is on a field trip. <laughs> it's like that sense of like, oh, we're a, we, seem- there are less. There are going to be less people paying attention to us here, so we get to unwind a little bit. Does it seem like a not like a final night, but like it's after this, it's going to be Tomorrow- hard work. It's uh, the, from what you've gauged, and you've get, gathered quite a bit. So, um, but I'm going to make that count, that roll count from the walk through town, and then just sort of lingering about and everything you've sort of gathered so far. So, they've they've been setting up tents and things like that, um, mainly for um, considering the applicants and doing all that stuff tomorrow. Um, it might go on further than that, but it seems like there aren't a lot of people stepping forward. The, from what you've gauged, there have been a couple of new recruits to the Grey Guard, and there hasn't been at least one person, from what you can gather, who actually stepped forward with their family to um, prove their magical abilities and seem to have. Ooh. So everyone's pretty shocked about that. So that's been a topic of conversation. You also Wait, gather, someone has or no one has? Someone has. One person. Oh. You, you just gather that there was a girl and her family uh, stepped forward, uh, late teen- teenager or young adult, um, but sort of still with her family. Um, so that's all you gather, so that okay. someone came forward with abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also notice the rumours, you've, you've heard 
like reference to this in two separate places. One on the walk through town and another just with another group of people around the inn um, sort of there's a curiosity you're sensing about the town soothsayer, the local witch doctor, or what would you call her? Sort of like a fortune teller. Um, because she's made a little profession from working on people's superstitions a little bit. You know, you don't know anything about this person or their personality, but you know there was someone who was professionally referencing their mystical abilities who either now <laughs> everyone knows has to either prove it and prove their loyalty to the king or submit themselves or obviously be outed as not having them. So they're the crowd, the people are more like, is she going to or is she not? Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. And like there's a curiosity. Cool. Some are a little worried, like, you know, or what are they, you know, do people she's an generally, old lady or whatever. Yeah. Do they think that she's like a nice person or? Yeah. She yeah. Does, she's not talked badly about from yeah, anyone cool. referencing her, but the situation is certainly one that people are like, what is going to happen there? To her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Great. Awesome. Yeah. You probably will have overheard that one or two people will have dobbed her in to, yeah. to the Iron Guard or the Grey Guard. So yeah. she's sort of in a pickle. Mm-hmm. That's everything we've gathered, which is, you know, quite a bit of a you, – you have a bit of a feel for where things are at. Um, cool. Great. Cool. Um, I'd like to go read the response from my mum first. Okay. You uh, – do you do this in private? Yes. Okay. So you head around the corner. I'll read it to you in your mother's voice, um, but – I'm going to then get you to make a perception check. Okay. Using one of your Thanissian scholar abilities. We'll get to that. Catalina, I am pleased to have heard from you, though your panic is misplaced, child. It does not surprise me that a barrow in town is in disarray. I would hope that you have learned by this stage that leadership is not a barrow in asset. Please rest assured there is no cause for concern. The King of Flames, as he has declared himself, is proving to be a worthy leader. Perhaps if Felton were more loyal to the King, they would have met the they would not have met his wrath of flames. I have been assigned as the head of goods and trade in Bartwell Keep, in aid of the King's growing military. So my movement is limited due to the demands of my commission. However, however, if you are near enough to the capital again, I would be pleased to see you for a visit. Though I understand my time is limited. My advice to you, Catalina, is be loyal to this nation on behalf of Tunisia. The king is powerful and graceful and will surely lead the land to a new united prosperity. Hail the king of flames, Florida. Great. Now, make a check. Mm-hmm. What What is, are your Tunisian abilities? Like, what is, um, as far as your vocations go? Oh, uh, I have. So just trade barter and that's mm-hmm. art knowledge and then small weapon and then the magic is a separate one okay i say make a general knowledge check um mm-hmm. i'm going to give you plus two and it's a challenge level three i don't think i need the plus two but i'll take it anyway oh you general knowledge king not eight as well yeah it's in your favor it's meant to be in your favor oh Four successes. Oh, okay. That felt too close. (laughs) Okay. Now, you know as a Phoenician that there is a mode of communicating that Phoenicians are very careful to adopt when not in their homeland. So you know to read between the lines. Mm -hmm. And in fact, what you're doing is you're reading this. First you read it and you know to read it a little bit removed from what is 
read as the intent of the letter. Yep. But then you read through again, you're looking for signs, tweaks in the handwriting and uh, language. It is written in Thanissian. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're expecting some sort of a code you're looking for innuendo and you're, you're sort of deciphering where it is in the letter. And you figure it out and you discover the parts that are essentially written in tones of um, opposites, essentially okay. like it's very subtle, but it's mm-hmm. like the the a slight italicized nature of it or the little dot used on the shape and the blah, blah, blah. There will have been modes that the families create amongst each other to communicate securely because passing on information is the Phoenician point of pride and it getting intercepted even by other Phoenicians who you never know in these parts can be trusted. Sure. So reading through the letter again, you know that when she says, please rest assured there is no cause for concern, it basically reads to you as, there is cause for concern. Okay. <laughs> it's opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you also read opposite in when she goes, the king of flames, as he has declared himself, is, and then intoning the opposite, proving to be a worthy leader. You infer he is not proving to be a worthy leader. Okay. Um, I have been assigned, head of goods, blah, 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 to aid uh, in the king's growing military. The growing is written in a way that is emphasised. Um, it's written to downplay it and yeah. just ex- uh, just explain her role. You read it like they're preparing for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then towards the end of the letter, when it says the king is powerful and graceful and will surely lead the land to a new united prosperity, that is written in a derisive sort of, this, this ain't going to happen. Yeah. So you know on a surface level what she's doing. Okay. Uh, she's covering her ass. Yeah. She's trying to give you some information, but she's also very much being her mother. So she's not really responding to what yeah. you're worried about. But to anyone else, it looks like just a very pleasing. Hundred percent. All praise yeah. the King of Flames. Yeah. yeah Hundred percent. Great. Yeah. So you actually take some comfort <laughs> in that letter. I'm assuming. Well, yes, and it's also a little bit terrifying. But I suppose that that's yeah. kind of a good thing that we seem to be on the same level. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So okay. that's a lot that you're processing right now. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to skip to someone else for a bit. Okay. I'm going to decide what I want to do. I think we need to see Brick. Mm. What's Brick doing? So um, everyone's gotten engaged for things. It seems Delvin's really looking forward to things tonight. It seems to have some sort of plan. I have an the, afternoon plan. An afternoon which plan. Which will probably involve Brick, but let's get some Brick action first. Brick. Brick it if, up, boy. If we're just standing around outside the inn, mm-hmm. I'm going to start training. Oh, my God. Okay. Um... Okay, I'm just. I'm just I've, I've been big into Stargate recently, and you are just my tilk right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, that was Destiny Roll Thirteen. Uh, that wasn't necessarily if people notice you, because people notice, notice you. you. Everyone yeah. notices you. You're huge, but you're just like because you're not wanting to waste time. You start pulling out like the, <laughs> like you step out to the side to not like yeah. take up the center or look threatening, anyone. but you start practicing your regimented sort of like carters and you're like yeah. basically like motions and forms and this and that. Um, you, in your culture, will have also known it's an expression of pride and, and um, loyalty to your country and there's, there's sort of like, it's almost like a dance. Yeah. It's almost like there was some grace forced in the Phelan call from the Phelan, yeah. particularly on the guards that would be displayed around other cultures. So you've got to reflect well on them as well as be bloody capable and I'm going to get you to make a combat check for to see how capable you display yourself as. 
Sort of like perception. The better you do, the better it goes. Critical fail and someone dies. <laughs> Four. Okay. You look pretty sharp. You uh, you haven't warmed up, so you know you're not doing your best, but that's why you're doing this, I'm assuming. Yeah. You're trying to get things flying again and make sure you're ready to protect yeah. <laughs> those you need to protect. And... Um, and you start getting into the motion of it. It starts off a little bit rusty, but as your movement picks up, people around you start to, like, whisper and, like, <laughs> you notice, like, two great and looking women sort of, like, blushing and, like, running away, tittering around the corner. Um, and a couple of those grey guards standing on the other side just sort of stop their talking and, like, look over and, like, some of them seem concerned or, like, oh, who's this guy I think he is? And, you know, one of them looks hateful and one of them, one or two of them look completely, like, nervous that your display could cause trouble. Mm-hmm. So there's a mix. But you look very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I like the idea of his, like, flame bardiche, bardish, bardish, whatever, like, flicking around, looking... Medela <laughs> straightens up her back a little bit, crosses her arms and then stands and watches. Mm-hmm. And then at first you notice her like shaking her head and slightly disappointed. Um, but slowly she starts to, like you, as you get into it, she's like, she looks approving like, mm-hmm. okay, good. You're keeping sharp. Yeah. Like you notice the, you know, yeah, that's, yep. that's what she does. Cool. Yeah. You look pretty kick-ass. Uh, activity starts picking up around the inn. So you could probably, you know, now that you've sort of been here for a little bit, you could head out and explore things. You could investigate something a little further. Otherwise, it might be time to go put some things in rooms, find your bearings and head down in an hour or so for dinner. Well, I have my afternoon plan. What is so, it? So, I go find Medela. She's standing cool. watching I quick. look up and I go... Analytically. Hey, Medela. Yes? You're pretty curious about this place, aren't you? I would say my curiosity has been... Satiated. Well, I grew up here, you know. I got something I would like to show you if you're interested. She can't help but have curiosity creep over her eyes. It's like it's betraying her. What What do you speak of? It's kind she's of like one of those... She's like trying to act in charge, but she's yeah. like, go on. <laughs> it's kind of one of those, see it and do it kind of things, not so much a I tell you. It's about an hour and a half till dinner. Do you want to come and you can bring Brick along if you want. Very well. If this is what you need then. Oh, I I need it. (laughs) I need it. It's very important to me. I see. It could be good to continue our camaraderie as we have much to travel. Cool. So I will accommodate. She turns to break. She says, please wait for the last uh, stances. It will be about four minutes. She turns. <laughs> and it's like, you know, Brick's yeah, finishing his ritual and how do you finish it off? I mean, I, I'm just going to say he just gets into the flow of it, gets faster, ends with a flourish and then like... And you stand. It. There's almost like there's this thud through the ground when your mm. body hits the floor and there's this tremor. And by the end... 
you are beating sweat. It's a lot of work. It's a big, uh, even though you're a big tough guy, uh, these are meant to be hardworking yeah. stances. And by this time, a crowd has started to gather. Um, like it's a little bit like street performing what you've just done. Yeah. Like you're, a, you've made yourself. Has anybody charged me money? I'm going to roll the destiny for that. 11. I'm going. It's poor, so I'd understand a no. It's just, you said street performance. I'm going to say curious. no because it's just too out of the ordinary. Yeah, it's too fun. weird and random. Yeah, cool. Like, it's worth a shot. They wouldn't have they'd get killed for, <laughs> for yeah. if you. And plus, everyone's pretty aware that of all cultures they're not familiar with, Felmore is the most unfamiliar. So yeah. they don't know what's going to offend you. Some. Might want to, but no, not to. And well, it would have been the first time I would have earned money. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that would be nice. Maybe crack it out another you time. drop this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. Um, you finish your stance. Yep. Medela nods. Um, two people, like, besides start to clap, and she goes, like... And you glare at them too because it's like disrespectful yeah. to like that's not the point of this. <laughs> so they like two people like quickly just like uh, and just start scrambling. Delvin's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps clapping. <laughs> and Medela looks at you with her very powerful bodyguard just standing there like a almost like this feeling of like a titan just having sharpened his skills and his blade like that feeling of like he's really. Mm. Okay, he's a combatant. He's just made sure to refine that, and now they're both like, okay, very well. They cool. turn to you and say, where is it you would like to go? Follow me. Rick, please stay and protect. Yes. Well done. I would like to see, and she says, you know, make sure when you start off, you blah, blah, blah. Like, she's heard her parents and instructors and, like, you know, people who command the Phelan call around give them sharp feedback based on and what you did from a fail and cool perspective was pretty lackluster. Yeah. But from a everyone else perspective here, like, whoa, yep. stand back. So, you know, like you got work to do. Yeah. And no, I, I think Brick would be feeling the shame of the performance, to be honest. Like, yeah. You don't need to drive that home. <laughs> she seems to take pity on you a little bit though. She, had, she respects that amongst um, strangers for you to do that. Um, and, it basically, it's a display. It's almost like a hucker. It's like a display yeah. of your loyalty and um, your guard over her. Yeah. Uh, so it's almost like a, a dance of like loyalty and stuff. So yeah. she is um, warmed by that. And to be honest, it, there's something very familiar about it that she really appreciates. Yeah. So she doesn't go too hard on you. You sense her softness. She's like, thank you. She follows Delvin. Cool. Please protect me. <laughs> so Delvin... Uh, leads them through the town through slightly unfamiliar streets but the land the geography the topography doesn't change um and i lead them north to the edge of town and as we push past the last couple of buildings delvin kind of smiles and is like not everything changes and right at the top of the town where the river enters there's sort of a bunch of trees that have fallen over like way over the top of the river and there's a whole collection of um of like youths in the town sitting on the tree logs with fishing poles in the water as the river first enters through the river and um delvin looks down and tries to see if there's any like discarded fishing rods because this is probably where a whole bunch of the town youths come and just hang out in the afternoon and fish for fish coming from the mountains and he's like 
I thought we might take up a spot of fishing. And nudges gently Medela towards the mob, the throng of a handful of sort of 12-year-olds that would be hanging out. You don't get your fish from the oceans? Oh, no. These are river trout and the like. You ever caught a fish before, Medela? She looks very conflicted right now. She's really trying to hold it together and be composed and a leader, especially after she's been quite shaken. Uh, but you're really striking her interests. But she's choosing to be refrained. Mm-hmm. I have not. Uh, it is not my place. It looks interesting. But I might refrain. Um, I should like to observe it, though. Oh, I absolutely come come closer. And I um, do I find a like fishing pole lying around? Uh, I'm going to destiny roll for that. Eight. You could rustle one together. It won't be great, but okay. yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Could scrap, scratch something together with bits and pieces. You used to do it as a kid, and uh, mm-hmm. you're feeling nostalgic. I wander over and like sort of the adult in the group of teens. I'm like, "Oi, lads, how you doing?" To all, to the kids there. Uh, you know, they respond, like, pretty cheerfully. Yeah. They're fairly uninterested in an mm-hmm. adult showing up. A um, couple of them look pretty, like, ooh, who is that? Like, you know, this young, dark-skinned girl who's obviously failing, but not dressed as such, but, like, their age. So they look just a bit confused. I sit down on the thing deliberately, like, going, Whoa! and, like, pretending like I'm about to slip off the log and kind of making, like, a bit of an idiot of myself um, <laughs> in the process. <laughs> Uh, very deliberately. I'm like, oh, I haven't done this for a while. And then when I sit down, I like um, nod closer to one of the other kids and I'm like, that girl over there, she's from she's from the land of the Phelan. Land of the Phelan? I thought that was more stories than anything. Like, Don't be stupid. Your dad traded with the Phelan. Well, sounds different. She's never done a fish before either. You could, uh, maybe you should show her how, mate. I'll buy, he says, and he like wanders over sort of sheepishly and I stop him. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to roll. You step forward just to describe your action. How do you stop him? Because he's walking forward, holding a fishing rod, looking down and he's not like noticing you actively until... Like, what do you do? do I'm literally just going to stand in front of him and stare down. Oh no! Are you intimidating him? Uh, in not trying to. I'm going to get you to roll it into a persuasion strength based check, and your challenge level is one. Wait, look, how bad I roll? Hey, two. Two. Okay. All right. Uh, he stops and he's scared, uh, and he double takes and he's like. Uh, are you in... Uh, hey, Brick! I shout out. And I'm like, I've got... Uh, and, and Medela. You want to see a very special type of fishing? We'll need Brick's help, Medela, if you don't mind. Medela's like, by this point, she's starting to like... Loosen up, Brick, it's okay. <laughs> They're children. I would still <laughs> like to grab and inspect the things he's holding. The fishing pole. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't she looks at the boy. It's it's like she's in a group of three adults approaching children. That's the vibe you're getting from her. She's 
holding back her in a child, but she's also very much like very mature for her age. You've learned this about her. So she says to the boy about her age, we will require an inspection of your gear. <laughs> and he looks like sheepish, like inspection of my what? <laughs> and like breaks hold large hands. Like massive hands. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it looks fine. It's a stick fishing? and some string. No fishing hooks? There are, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah little fishing hooks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks too small to... If they okay. went I, on a I, rampage, I, you would be confident that your weapon would outdo theirs. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. I, I nod and, and pass the, the gear on to Medela. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, Medela, is it all right if I ask Brick to help us with our special type of fishing? What do you mean special type? It's something that... Uh, Seems fishing to me is odd enough. Well, you can use a pole, but... And then I turn to the group of kids and I'm like, but nothing catches a fish better than Phelan called stinky toes. And I say it very and sillily like and very loudly. And giggle. And, and I'm like... And I look like the sort of checks on her. Well, it's called noodling, mate. What you do is you put your feet down or your hands and the catfish bite onto you, but they don't got any teeth, so it doesn't hurt you. And then you pull them out. He could catch the biggest catfish we've ever seen if there's any in this water. Medela looks at you like, well, <laughs> this does sound educational. Sure. I wade out into the water. Okay, and over the next the yeah. next hour and a half, I basically try and uh, slowly encourage the, the children and the teens to, like, move in and, and, and bring yeah. Medela into their group and, like, get her to break down her barriers. That's my, what I'm attempting to do. And it's working. By making myself a joke, by yeah. making Brick a joke, by disarming, and I'm terrible at fishing. Yeah, you break, <laughs> you've broken the ice really well, and then also you've, Brick has a job now. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just following a command, but actually quite separated from the group. And you've, now that you've sort of broken the ice and introduced these kids and sort of made the awkward things sort of laughable, mm. you're able to, I'm assuming, step to the side a little bit and let yeah. her interact and organically. A, and I just kind of facilitate their engagement yeah. is basically what I'm trying to do. It seems like this is a moment she quickly seems to treasure. She has not had a lot of interaction with children her age outside of... Um, what you could gather has been education or formal, you know, reasons. And this is very enthralling for her, very different. But she still acts very much above these mm-hmm. kids, which they're pretty taken aback by, but she's enough of an oddity in her cultural behaviour, her look and her way of talking. But they seem to really like her. I think they sense a sincerity. She's not hiding that. And they really get along and they start playing for an hour. But you're noticing, you know... After even catching a couple of fish, which, you know, she's very enamoured by. She's never seen these wriggly, floppy fish like this before, and it's very, very interesting. This is a real little adventurer for her that you've set up. Cool. Um, but the sun's starting to get quite low in the sky, and some of the kids are like, oh, we better get back before Amman's like, you know, with everything that's been happening, we should go, mister. Um, and m- madam, he says, like, unsure. And... Ma'am, says the other one. And they, like, wander off. They're like... And one of them comes back and, like, says, it's nice to meet you. And, like, runs back off. Does Brick catch a fish so with his noodling? I was just thinking, like, <laughs> I feel like I've walked out into the water with no idea what I'm doing and I'm just standing there expecting my stinky toes to do something. <laughs> if it doesn't do anything after an hour, I'm literally just going to try and grab one. Mm. 
Does, right. does, does, he, does it does do he... anything in after an hour? Ooh, it does. It You've does. got a couple of catfish sort of swimming around the bottom mud-dwelling parts of your you know, river. You're standing in the deep. Yep. Your new outfit fairly soaked from the waist down, but you're watching them. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say you can attempt to grab one. Grip? Or survival. I'll let you pick. Grip lunge that hand. No, do it with your toes. Give it a nibble and just like grab with your toes. I want to see the toe grip check. The first official I, I toe a, grip check. I don't have proficiency in toe, in toe grip. No, it's all grip, mate. What's the challenge level? Three. Specialized toe. Catch a catfish by the toe. Oh, you got it. Four successes. <laughs> when the timing is right, and you are good at standing like a statue, so you've like lifted the toes of your feet resting on your heel, and one of them gets just under your feet, and you stomp down on its tail and curl your toes <laughs> and grip around its the back of its fins. It's not going anywhere, and it's freaking out. But you have a failing cool vice-like grip with your toes. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm keeping the position with my foot, I'm going to reach down and grab it with my hand. Yep. Just throw it to shore. The sun's setting, everyone's sort of dispersing, and you come to shore with a half-crushed fish. <laughs> half-crushed with your toes. Um, we did And it. walk forward. And Medela looks at you like, Brick, you caught a fish? <laughs> it was slow and got onto my toes. Oh, that's the stink that'll do that. <laughs> Draws him in. She's giggling pretty freely <laughs> at this point. I wouldn't recommend eating it, though. And she, Medela giggles further, and then you all sort of. I, if you don't want, I like, I, I gesture the fish, and as one of the last kids is packing up to go home that maybe didn't catch one, I'm like, oh, you take this home to your family. You may as well go home with something, kid. Thank you, sir. And, and, then, yeah, cool. off. and then we head back to the tavern to start. To start getting drunk. You you hear whispers as they're wandering off, like a couple of these kids were like, these foreigners aren't so bad, you know. I'm way more friendly than I thought. <laughs> you get back to the inn. It is bustling. I should probably ask, what has Catalina been doing this time? Is there anything you want to sort of role play through in that period? Um, yes. I There's two things I want to do. Yep. First of all, I want to go visit this fortune teller lady and see if she's around. Oh, okay. If she's not, that's fine. Um, the second thing I want to do is find out who this girl with the family that presented with magical powers is and are they still in town. Okay, which would you like to do The first? fortune teller. The fortune teller. Yeah. As you ask around, you actually get a reference pretty quickly that she's a, a relation to the inn owner. Oh, okay. Um, and knowing his emotional state, you can approach him and ask him about it. This is after, you know, the others have been gone for 20 minutes or so. You're getting engaged for things. You've been reading through your letter. So it's still, you know, we're rewinding time a little bit. But mm-hmm. you can approach uh, Kale, um, who's yep. somewhat busy sort of polishing some glasses. And, oh, hello there, madam. Hello. How can I help you? Um, your rooms are ready, by the way. So oh, thank feel you. free to make yourselves at home. Thank you. Um, I'm here to inquire about the local fortune teller you have in town. He like stops dead. It's like he look. I'm going to say you still have a distant grasp on his feelings. Mm-hmm. So he seems almost pained. Like he winces, not knowing if you're a, what you're about to ask, sure. what your intents are. Hmm. He says, "She's my aunt. Um, mm-hmm. 
she's she makes no trouble. Um, I certainly hope no one makes trouble for her. <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> absolutely. Um, I only inquire because, like, <laughs> I kind of have this, like, niche thing. I like just, you know, diving into the delicacies of towns and just finding out, like, what richness hides beneath it all. I'm just curious, honestly. A lot of people are curious and being... <clears throat> he's, like, choking back tears a little bit. He holds it back and it's like... Okay. I, I'd rather not make a show of it. If anything, to be honest, I'd, I'd rather people stop talking about it and uh, mind their own business. Yeah, I'm going to cast magic on this guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shift his emotions. You're going to have to read his emotions again to get yep. a fresh go. So challenge of sure. one. Nailed it. Cool. Um, you feel a sense of panic. He is really, like, in fact, those feelings that you first read they're much more intense now because he's been hearing a lot of the things people have been saying yeah. oh this could happen all that can happen and and his heart is uh breaking for a family family member and there's nothing he can do he knows that she's ruined one way or another you feel that pang of of distress of someone he really cares about um and okay. he feels helpless okay I want to try to shift his emotions, I believe. Now, what I'm going to say here is he's feeling intensely distressed. Yep. So there are a couple of ways you can go about this. Um, Because shifting an emotion to a different emotion Mm -hmm. can be quite difficult if the emotion is strong. Okay. And what you're shifting it to is a a different strength. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also soften or intensify an emotion. Or you can do both. So if you want to change his emotion, you may need to do a couple of rolls and you Mm -hmm. may need to sort of feel that it's like sculpting his emotion basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So what's your outcome that you're after? I want him to feel comfortable enough to know that I mean no harm. Okay. That I'm here to genuinely help and not cause Danger. He's he's not focused on you. He's quite distressed and pre- feeling very protective. So you're, you're going to need to soften his emotion, yep, and cool. then you're going to need to reshape his emotion. Okay. So soften first. Mm-hmm. Challenge level two. Let's do it. Oh, oh, one. one. So that's going to cost you one mana. Yep. But you successfully soften his emotion. Great. So his distress, like as you're talking to him, and usually you manage to do this through the course of conversation, especially because you know, now that you're becoming more aware of it, you're sort of analysing how you've always been so convincing and you're actually sort of actively observing how you're doing this. Mm-hmm. It's always been gut-based. Whereas now that you're doing it, you're noticing, okay, I'm talking through this in a way that like I can feel myself changing them as I'm talking, mm-hmm. but you're using talking as a mechanism to sort of cover what you're doing. You could do it without talking. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's how you've been doing it subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing it consciously and it's you're, it's interesting to observe. You notice him at ease mm-hmm. by the end of that portion of the conversation. Now okay. you can roll to shift his emotion from fear, which he's still feeling, but it's much more subdued, to a, a feeling of safety, and at least being able to trust you. Mm-hmm. It's softer, but I'm still going to say it's challenge level two. Okay. So roll three again, yeah. Still three. Yep. Still three, three to roll with, but you have two mana. You got cool. three, so okay. you smashed it. Cool. Um, and through the course of conversation, he's um, taking comfort in you. Like, all of a sudden, you instill in him the feeling that you get when... 
it's really good to get something off your chest. It's yeah. really nice to talk to someone who's safe when no one else is understanding. And he's welling up, but he's controlling himself because he's trying to be a professional. He's hiding his conversation a bit, but he's like, my Aunt Elspeth never did no one no harm and she really means well and I don't even, I mean, I'm not sure, does she have a gift? I always rolled my shoulders, but is she property a king now? I, like, I, it, I couldn't imagine what's in store for her or how to help. You wouldn't know how, how to help her, would you? Mm. You seem capable and well-travelled. Potentially. I would love to meet her, if that's at all possible. Now, look, I can't leave. Uh, I've, I've got a lot to look after. Otherwise, I'd take you to her, but, um, tell you what. And he draws out a little map on, like, mm-hmm. just scribbles it. Fingers the table and just sort of mentions, like, okay, you're all here and blah, blah, blah. And he directs you to where to go. Um, to the back entrance um, that the family makes, mm-hmm. which is sort of behind her work area. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know how to get to her back entrance or where her front door is. Cool. Um, but he also gives you just like a few things that you can mention just to re- yeah, reassure her that you're attending on his behalf and, and with her needs in mind. Great. Um, while I still have his attention, I also want to ask if he knows anything about this girl and family that have been presented to the king. Well, they've shown magical powers. No, I don't know her personally. No, it made quite a stir, though. They expected her to show it off in the middle of town. Oh. Made things float, she did. Never seen anything like it in my life. I thought that general man the other day, or well, today, earlier today, mm. was lying on behalf of this king, but that certainly has me reconsidering and worried. Okay, so... Y- the town observed this? Indeed, she did. In front of everyone. That's interesting. A proclamation for the king's power, like showing off their new property, if you know what I mean. Right. Was she by herself? Was her family in attendance? Her family was was there. Okay. All really right. looked after, I hear. Hmm, interesting. Well, thank you for your time. Um, I suppose we'll see you later tonight. I hope so. Hmm. He holds out his hand, like shakes it. Cool. I shake it back yep. and I'll leave. You wander off. The outside uh, of the inn immediately is pretty bustling. There's even like a line, sort of like a few people who have been rejected from getting rooms. Um, travellers, in fact, who had rooms have been outbid by some of the Grey Guard or other mm. people who were just like, now there's like, okay, people are basically like willing to sell off their room rates just because they're getting extra coin from travelers who have a lot more coin. So there's yeah. just a lot of bustling, but displacement you move through uh, and past that it's getting late. It's not quite sun setting yet, but it's the sky is sort of showing a hues of dimming. Yep. You work your way to the, the house of this, this older lady, Elspeth, mm-hmm. his aunt. Yep. And you arrive and there uh, isn't anyone at the front door. Mm-hmm. A few people walk past you at one point that's sort of whispering like, oh, I think that's, oh, yeah, I wonder if they've been in there for a while now. Roll perception. Yeah. You say challenge level. Roll, well, we'll see. Okay. 
have one in my head. Four, okay. Um, you notice any signage that might have been up has been turned and, and um, there's a, a couple of things resting outside the front door that seem to belong to uh, grey guards. Oh, okay. So there are probably people in the house. There are probably um, grey guards in the house from what you can gather. Great. Um, I'm going to go around the back entrance that Kale yep. mentioned. Um yeah, and just go have a look. What does it look like? Is there any windows or? It's a very a- overgrown property. The mm-hmm. garden has really been let go. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's a very kooky house for what you can gather. It's a very kooky lady. Mm-hmm. Very, she's very emotional, exploratory, but also very welcoming. They're the things you've sort of picked up about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but the house itself has been sort of let go a bit. She seems you hear she's older in years and isn't really acting professionally these days. Um, you walk around the back, creaky, the gate sort of like the side garden gate has like one out of its three hinges still attached, so it's like flopping lazily it's not really as a gate you anymore. walk through. Yeah. <laughs> you wander around the back and I'm gonna get you to oh I guess what do you do? Um do you knock or enter or No, I'm gonna approach um and try to see if I can hear anything. I wanna know who's in there. Do you know what you could do? Be sneaky. You or- could use magic. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, you can, like, read emotions through. You can basically feel through from behind the house and get a gauge for where things are coming from emotionally. Let's do that. Do it. So challenge level one. Challenge level two because you're going okay. through a door out of sight and you're reading multiple – you're trying to find multiple people. So you have little to work with and it's quite difficult. Two. Hey. You sort of reach out your – mystical emotional tendrils. I don't know how to describe it in a way that isn't weird or creepy. Um, (laughs) You sense there's a smugness surrounding the room. It's sort of emanating, seeming to be smothering something. And in the centre, you feel a fledgling feeling of hopelessness, despair. Um, Yeah, right. You sense, from what you gather, it's not exactly clear based on intensity you especially because you're reading emotions like you could sense you might guess there are two or three grey guards in there but it could be one person who's feeling a very intense emotion um or there could be more people feeling the same emotion but not very strong um but you're fairly confident that there's like two or three grey guards and one worried person okay um i I want to get closer and see if I can hear anything and be sneaky. Yeah. Roll a stealth check. Mm -hmm. You feel like there's a room separating where you're sensing that from, so you feel like you could probably enter the back door without being noticed, but it will require some skill. So just sneak, stealth, challenge level three. (laughs) Two. Two. Can I... Can I destiny? You can destiny yeah, it. Great. You open the door and there's a creak. Just as there's also a noise in the bushes of like some sort of bird. And you're like, oh, thank God. But you also take mm. that as like a, okay, I have, I have to, to move differently in this place. This is an old place. Okay. So um, you wait for sort of like moments of like 
boisterous, distant people cheering or laughing or whatever, and then you like slowly make a step. So it's quite difficult, and you almost gave yourself away where luck, destiny, as it were, not on your side. Um, it's in sort of this back kitchen, this mixing sort of kitchen with a little, you know, pot and stove and cauldron-y looking thing sort of backing onto a garden, very overgrown garden herbs and veggies that have sort of become giant, like, you know, very overgrown. Yeah. <laughs> um, you make your way inside, it smells really old and muggy in it and um, lots of herbs that have been cut and cooking that's been done. It's quite dusty and you hear voices. Uh, from a room across. The door is ajar, but you're out of sight from anyone, so you can hear a conversation pretty pretty clearly. Okay. And it's just this quiet, slow bullying. So then, everyone's saying you have magic, but you don't, or you do. You won't give us a straight answer. You're going to have to give us something eventually either out yourself as an imposter or your loyalty to the king otherwise we will find out one way or another and we have a friend you might meet tomorrow who will certainly make sure we get that answer so i recommend says another one of them that you uh you play nice and you tell us a future maybe one of them chuckles she goes like, I really don't mean no bother. I, I, it's, it's, I, I don't even quite know how to explain it, really. And um, she seems nervous to say, oh, out with it. Come on, you're wasting our time. And the other one's like, oh, come on, Russ. I want to go get a drink. Like, you'll get your drink. We're going to do our job. We can do our job tomorrow. She's just she's old and senile. Let her speak to the... You know, and uh, sort of like continuing like that. Okay. Is there anything you're sort of listening out for in particular? I actually want to, can I sneak a peek at them at all safely? Do I think I can do it safely or do I think I'm going to be noticed if you I You think try you it? can. Sne- uh, stealth challenge level two. Two oh. successes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Feel intense. <laughs> um, I basically just want to know who the most intimidating person in the room and what do they look like. Okay, you not through the door that's ajar, but there's a serving window. You notice uh, it's off to the side that seems to come out to what would be otherwise a shared fireplace between two rooms. So you lean over, and you can catch a pretty clear view of all of them through the. You're in a quite a dark room, and there the moonlight. Oh, sorry, there. Setting sun is shining mm-hmm. through their windows. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's two grey guards or was it three? three. There are yep. three grey guards. One of them is sitting on a chair, sort of backwards, leaning on the mm-hmm. back of the chair facing her. Big beard, helmet on. He seems really composed but really quite intense. Two of them, I mean, they're grey guard and the calibre that they've sent out to this town aren't all that tough looking mm-hmm. but as far as like competent i should say um but they're big men and she's an old lady so it, she's very unnumbered and this is a very it looks like one of the worst bullying scenes you've ever seen <laughs> like it's they're not being nice mm-hmm. uh, they're not being outwardly aggressive yet but there's a mix of emotions that you're still feeling now that you're sort of feeling those echoes and it's clearer now that you're closer that um 
two of them seem really irritated that she won't just hurry up, get on with it. The two yep. that sort of like a little bit more like, you know, mm-hmm. a bit messy here and there and look a bit like, you know, incompetent. And then uh, someone a little more skilled but a little more measured and seems a lot more patient, so he's willing to wait. Okay. But the other two... You're feeling his patience waning and it's more like with resignation as they're bothering him and he's like, now look, and he leans in. He's like, I say this out of concern for you more than anything. If you were to meet Melba tomorrow, you'd be in a lot more trouble than if you just speak to me honestly now. The king looks after those that serve him. Trust me, I know. We can look after you doesn't have to be uncomfortable. If anything, your service to the king will be greatly, greatly rewarded. Just tell us the truth. Mm-hmm. You feel a pang of shock and fear in this woman because she knows that if she's honest... There will be consequences. That's all yeah. you can read. You can't read cool. minds, but you can read feelings. Okay. So she is hiding something emotionally. I would like... My intention is to get these people to leave. I want to try to amplify, if I feel like this is mm-hmm. possible, Yeah, yeah. the other two's need to leave. That's so- a great... Yeah. So that sense of irritation, it's sort of... Between giving up and being really pissed off. Yeah. So you can, uh, especially, I'm going to say you've read their emotions. So I'm going to say challenge level two for two people, sure. but it's in that realm. You're just going to push them to like, oh, f- let's yeah, yeah. just go. Yeah. Like that's where you're aiming at. So yeah. challenge level two with your magic. One. one. It's going to cost you a mana. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You... What what this feels like when you're not quite focused enough, um, when you're channeling people's emotions, it's almost like, especially in a situation like this where it's very intense, there's a lot at stake, your focus is a little looser. So all the magic is there. You feel that resource as you go to use it and sort of focus it and harness it to direct and amplify or move people's emotions. It's more like inefficiency is the reason you lose the magic or spend the mana. It's mm-hmm. like you're a bit it's harder to control in these circumstances and then it just you lose some of that resource as you send it out to, to do its thing. Yep. But you do effectively. They both just like, ugh, just slump, just like, listen, she's not going to speak up. And it's like, I understand that uh, we're to do our job, but we've been doing our job all day and we've been travelling all night. Surely... Surely we could just let it let it be and Mel will hand it tomorrow. And the one sort of in charge is like, really great to have backup from competent guardsmen, isn't it? I do give you a warning, lady. Tomorrow you will stand before Melba. I will leave a guard at your door and you will not leave this town until you account for the abilities which we hear you have. And you will either prove that you do or do not have them. Do I make myself clear? And she begins weeping. Mm-hmm. Very well, bastards. Let's go. And they walk out. Um, 
It's like, I can't trust. And as they're sort of standing up and stomping through to, up to the door, it's like, I can't trust either of you with this bloody door. I'll go have to find Marcus and put him here. Cool. Oh, Marcus, he's a, you know, can't party dry anyway. <laughs> can't handle his ale, so might as well stand straight. Awesome. Yep. And they wander off. You wait a moment. And she uh, cries a bit louder once they're out of earshot. Great. And I think that's where we'll have to end it. I think that's where we'll have to end it for the session. You're in (laughs) the house. house. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We've had two very different sort of adventures. I keep splitting the party. Very carefree (laughs) and very careful and scary. It's nice, though, to sort of experience the the world in different perspectives and different people and places, you know, it has its benefits. That's true. All right. Well, thank you all so much. And most of all, thank you to our lovely patrons. There they are. Look at that. Oh, no, they're below me. I'm used to being above me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I joined say it. You I just pulled those over you. Blue Cat Pie. I'm sorry. You say, you say I took it away from Rob. Go, Rob. Happy birthday, Blue Cat Pie. I say as la la de la bien. La Something about drinking whale milk. <laughs> I can't believe you guys Dark read Fox. stuff in other languages. Professor X 1718. Earth Angels Tarot. Rain Aya. Nick. Tickle duck. EG Macy. <laughs> Thank you all so much for Thanks your continued around. support. We hope you've enjoyed uh, Chapter 4. Indeed. In the meantime, we're actually, like, this isn't where it ends with our patrons. Because we are. We party we're after. Go an after party. Yeah, we're going to go hang out. We're after every role play session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have an after party on Discord privately with our patrons, our mm-hmm. patrons and boarders. So we're looking forward to seeing them all there. Bit of a, you know, one-on-one Q&A, hang out, chat yeah. about stuff.